once a year we celebrate with stupid hats and plastic plates The fact that you were able to make another trip around the sun <gasps> And the whole clan gathers round and gifts and laughter do abound And we let out a joyful sound and sing that stupid song Happy birthday, now you're one year older Happy birthday, your life still isn't over Happy birthday, you did not accomplish much But you didn't die this year, I guess that's good enough not for lack of trying. Not for lack of trying. Happy birthday to my co-host Zach. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Thank you, Will, for that really odd. Where did you? That I'm not. Was, a, that was all Steve. Was all me. That was all you. I found it in Senate. Oh God. Yep. Yep. So well, I didn't die this year, but not for lack of trying. No. Hey, we still got another year to oh, work yeah. it out. Yeah, that's true. You know, there was more in there about like expansion packages and anyway. I'm so, gonna, <laughs> I say that don't I, French fry at me. I, I, got I, sit here, I got fired from Wendy's for that when I was like <laughs> 17. So. As I sit here eating on a frosty, right? So, uh, welcome everybody to Inside the Natural State. Um, how was your week, man? Not bad, not yeah, bad. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm, I was future endeavored. Yeah, good, good. But, uh, by my previous employer, but hey, that's okay. Spent a week on on a uh, mini vacay, and I go back to work to, at a new career on uh, next week. Well, good. See, good things come. It's okay. One door closes and another one opens, right? You no, know, here's the thing, and 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 I'm not knocking anybody here, but but I don't I don't know how people do it. I, I really don't. I sat at home for a week, not for any other reason other than I didn't have anything else to do. Right. I couldn't do it, man. I was going stir crazy. I tell you, I work from home and it drives me insane. Like the first, so right after we had our, our two year old, I stayed home most of the time after that, because I mean, with my other, with my, my normal job, not, not the night job, but the day job, um, I can work from home. And, and, and so I was able to stay home with our two year old a lot. <clears throat> and man, I tell you, that was a struggle. Like just making myself, and it's still a struggle. Like I, I've got to do a better job of it. So yeah. Staying at home all day is, is rough, man. Well, I'm, I'm one of those people that, that I'm always, I always have to be doing something or, 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 so, or keeping my mind busy. Well, see, that's not really my issue. Just my issue is being, is being productive and, and like having a set laid out, you know, set of things to do throughout the day right? and, and getting, you know, when I got into real estate and, and started doing that, like you're on your own. I mean, you're, you're finding your own deals, you're doing your own thing. And, and so it was, it's been a, it was a difficult transition, especially when I started staying home. So when I was going to the office every day, it was a different story, but so yeah that's tough yeah i feel for you so i couldn't do it but I, i'm we, i'm looking forward to this new this new career well good man we're so. happy for you so man would be remiss if we didn't mention the passing of kobe bryant yesterday um huge news that's and uh not only that but his his daughter too yeah well and, and let's be real i mean everybody all nine yeah were on board the pilot the, the coach other coaches the player the other young lady who was a pilot player yeah and their parents that was what a husband wife and daughter there yeah. so i mean just a really bad really sad overall story and i'm not even an nba guy for the most part it's the nba's never really been able to keep my interest but kobe was a guy that i mean he was just special i mean you remember growing up and watching jordan and what he did and and then watching kobe and the same thing with lebron to some extent and I don't like I'm, I'm I'm less interested in today's NBA just because it is more of a AAU to me. And I'm going to go off on a tangent here, but AAU basketball, while it's really good for the players and developing players, I think it's really hurt, um, you know, whether it be the, the loyalty to, to your college programs or loyalty to NBA teams. There's no loyalty. It's who can I team up with and get the most guys together to play. And so this era of super team basketball just annoys me. But well, but I mean, look at look at the the teams of the 90s 
Okay, you had you had you had the Bulls. That was a super team, right? Well, super team to an extent. I mean, but I wouldn't call. But but hold on, hold on. Where would the Bulls be without Jordan? Well, the Bulls would be nothing. They'd we be in the playoffs, out. but they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be an NBA champion. Yeah, we team. found well, and I mean the same could be say, said for a guy like LeBron. I mean, LeBron single handedly took the 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 the. Cavs to the playoffs a couple of times there when he didn't have much of a supporting cast. Now, he didn't win it. And again, I'm not sitting here. I, I'm, I was a big LeBron fan up until these last few years when he's done his thing. So LeBron is an insanely, an insane talent. Those guys that play in the league are But I mean, talents. watching, and, and like I said, I haven't watched NBA in several years. Yeah, I haven't either for the most um, part. But Kobe was one of the last few that that I really paid attention to. And even one of my one of my best friends is, is a diehard uh, a Kobe fan and a Laker fan been that way for years. Yeah, and and watching Kobe, it was like watching Jordan. Yeah, I mean they were it, it, just very very similar. And in my opinion, when everybody talks about the goat of the NBA, hands down, Jordan and Kobe one and one and one A. I mean, and they they could be interchangeable. I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm but but yeah. Well, when you think about when you think about the best ever, I think you've got to you've got to take into account what the game was before and what the game is today, and how guys can tra- can transition those and or, or how those guys would work in each in each era of basketball. And guys like Jordan Kobe could play in any era. I mean, it, it, there's, yeah. they could play in the physical era back in the day. They could play in this era where it's you know where it's I mean you baby every player that's on the floor for the most part. Yeah. So I mean it's you know I'm not it, it, like I said the NBA it's hard I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and try to speak much on. NBA just because it's not my thing, but again, it was a huge loss. It definitely shocked the world, shocked the sports community. I know that when it first came out, I think everybody kind of thought it was a joke, and then um, as reports continued to come out, I mean, just can't say much more. But prayers out to everybody involved in that situation, and and uh, man, it's going to be a it's, it's going to be different. I mean, Kobe was becoming more of a major spokesperson for the NBA too, which was cool. I mean, he had come. Well, out. he was he was one of a kind, and that's that's where he that's where that that second chapter off the court started to come into play. There was a lot of things he did off the court that made him such a great person in general, not just a basketball player. Right. But he you got to see how he changed the game. I mean, he 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 brought the game of basketball to an entirely new level. Yeah. Oh, he did. 100%. I mean, and, and he carried the torch that lit that, that kind of went away when when Jordan left. So Big time. I mean, he, he was he's he definitely he changed the game of basketball a lot and and uh, and was you know one of the first superstars for most of us. As, you know, I mean, a lot of us remember Jordan, but there's a whole generation that Kobe's the first superstar they grew up with. And so, well, and I and I think too, guys like you and I had Jordan, but back in the '90s, you're talking about the super te- superstar teams of today. Oh yeah, back in the '90s, I'm I'm pretty sure you could you could name at least the starting five on on a few different teams. Yeah, yeah. Guys like the Knicks and Ewing, uh, Stockton and Malone from the Jazz, Barkley at at, uh, at uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. And of course the Bulls. Right. All right. There was one out of Charlotte. Um. um yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. You know, <laughs> we're going down but, a road. Well, that I'm but get I mean, lost on. and that's that's where this old soul comes into play. Right. But as far as as far as when we were growing up, <laughs> yeah, Kobe was the first true superstar that we saw from. The beginning to the end. Yeah, and and you know I was a big Shaq guy. You know I loved watching Shaq and, and those guys team together was a lot of fun. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean lots a lot of fun. Um, again, prayers out to them and, and and man, just couldn't imagine what his family's going through with all those families. But you know you think about Kobe's family and his daughter and, and losing a, a, a husband and a daughter in the same day. I just can't imagine, man. So, uh, but moving on. So 
Big Big Twelve uh, SEC Challenge this weekend. Five and five. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, it wasn't a Pat Bradley esque eight and two like he predicted uh, on on the buzz. So um, we we missed that boat a little bit. No. Um, what'd you think about it? I mean, as as a whole, what did what what did you think? You know, I thought I, I wasn't surprised by many of the uh, the results. I mean, Baylor took care of business against Florida. Florida came out really hot in that game and was up pretty big early, and then Baylor really went off late in the sec late in the first half and throughout the second. Um, you know, Kansas over Tennessee in a close game. Uh, Tennessee was not going to be hurt by the suspension. I mean, Kansas wasn't going to be hurt by those suspensions. So not a surprise there. Um, West Virginia over Missouri, again, not a surprise there. So at that point, you're looking at it, the the, the Big 12 was 3-0. and um, You know, West Virginia absolutely handled Missouri. But again, not a surprise. Missouri's not a great team. Um, Kentucky over Texas Tech, that game was fun, man. That was a lot of fun. I, you know, so we had this argument not long ago about rooting specifically conference-based and that kind of thing and, and how it doesn't help. I believe that when it comes to bowl season, like it does us no good. I don't care if the SEC goes zero and fourteen in bowl games. If we get fourteen teams, well, I take that back. One in thirteen because I want Arkansas to win one of them. But, oh, uh, that, yeah. But I mean, a one in thirteen would be fine with me. I don't care. I don't. I don't care about that whole SEC. But when it comes to basketball in general. Regular season basketball does matter because it matters for net ratings. It, it matters going forward as to what the – we want the conference to look as strong as possible. I'd just like to go on record and take a shot at my uh, my girlfriend, Katie. Oh, boy. Texas is now 0-2 to LSU. Yes, they are. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yes, they are. Texas Just throwing that out there. Don't think Shaka Smart's going to survive uh, the, the, the Did you the see that uh, Texas is trying to come after Musk now? If well, Shaka Smart doesn't – I mean, that's this is rumors. It's rumors. But. I mean, everybody – I think anybody that's smart will, will take a shot at Musk. I mean, at this point, you know, the guy's doing great things here. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, would be, uh, I would be shocked if people don't come after him. I don't think that the University of Arkansas is going to let that happen, though. Uh, we got enough money. I know Texas thinks they own the world, but – but I don't see how Arkansas could uh, could lose that battle at this point. Plus, I mean, Muss is building something pretty special here, and he'd have to start over. So, but Kentucky beats Texas Tech, so you know that that got that got the SEC on the board. Auburn took care of Iowa State, and I mean, a game that was really closer than it should have been in, at Auburn. Um, LSU, of course, that game was back and forth. That was another fun one. Um, Mississippi State, man, that I'm really surprised. I thought that they would take care of Oklahoma. Um, so a little surprised by that result. Oklahoma State over A&M, not surprised by that result. Arkansas, of course, over TCU. I got my thoughts on that game. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, And then Alabama um, over Kansas State. Again, Alabama is up and down. They're they're a very inconsistent team this year, so we'll see what happens with them. Um, Again, new staff, they're kind of going through some of the growing pains that Arkansas is going through as well. So, Five and five. I mean, I think that's respectable. I don't, you know, Big Twelve is going to be pretty good. Of course, they got the number one number one team in the country. Um, there were some really cool statistics about. Did you watch any of that game? Did you guys watch any of that? Uh, Baylor, Baylor Florida. Yeah, I watched. I caught a little bit of it. So I didn't realize that their center it was like a D three transfer that literally nobody wanted. That whole team is just built to there. There's no McDonald's All Americans. There's no like superstars on that team. I think it was like three transfers and then the, the division three transfer and then some other dude. I mean, this team is literally just pieced together and the job that they've done down there is just phenomenal, but that Baylor's and they're fun to watch. Now I don't, I don't know. I don't know that they'll be able to, to win it all. Um, but man, they've got a team and, and, can, and in basketball, it, that's a different, if the cards line up, 
they could make a run. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I think there's a there's an opportunity there for you know Baylor's number one. I don't. We'll see if they hold on to that overall number one and go in as the overall number one seed. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, it, it's kind of refreshing to see somebody other than a Duke and a Kansas and a North, the true blue bloods of basketball. It's, it's a little bit refreshing to see a little change at the top. Well, it's just nice knowing that if Arkansas does make the tournament, that we won't have to get beat by North Carolina in the second round. This year. Oh, thank you. I know. <laughs> I'm oh. so tired of that. At least we won't be matched up with them. And if we were, we are, if they somehow, which they're not going to make the tournament, but if they somehow made the tournament, at least we know we could probably beat them this year. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I thought that I thought the challenge went well for the SEC. The teams that we thought would win one, uh, there was a few would have had to been some upsets there. But I mean, you think I mean, t- Kansas, Tennessee, that was a matchup of three versus unranked West Virginia's 14th. Baylor is is was number one. Florida was unranked. So, I mean, you know. The the Big Twelve came into this into this thing you know a little more highly you know highly thought of and I think if they would have went six and four seven and three in this thing nobody would have been surprised so you know congrats to the to both sides there I mean ties like kissing your sister so kind of sucks but five and five is what it is so did you really I did uh, I did well did he did what by the way hey buddy. Hey, well, y'all been talking a lot. Just I can't get a word in otherwise. But yes, he did just say something about kissing his sister. I don't have. So one. I, don't, I don't have one. Well, I guess that kind of helps. So don't have to worry about thought it. process. But yeah, that's still kind of dirty. Well, a tie is like kissing your sister. You don't want to do it, right? You don't want to tie. That is very true. So, tie wins nothing for anyone. It's okay. Radio silence is no good though. So we'll move on. <laughs> Um, it's always see. good when Zach's silent. This is true. This is true. <laughs> I think the word I'm looking for right now is <laughs> what? Oh Lord, have mercy. So uh, no, okay. So we went one and one last week. But we're not there yet. No, no, I don't want to talk about that yet. But I got to remind people where to find us on social media. <laughs> Please don't, because we totally screwed this up last week. I watch, think. Watch the outline. Yeah, yeah. Where's your Where's your outline over there, sir? I, have, I actually have it written down. That's the problem. <laughs> you don't have it in front of you. So I have it written down. I'm looking at it, going, I, "Oh crap!" There's no. <laughs> so so we're still working. We're still we're still a work in progress and figuring out what our actual social media is at this point. Um, so blind and confused hog. Mine is at Steve underscore NSS. Mine is at. Wait, what? what is my- <laughs> yeah, I told you. We gave these out backwards last week. I'm almost certain. I have to go back and listen again. But I'm pretty sure we gave them out backwards. Mine is... Wait, I don't do know I need, what... Do I need to look you up? I don't up? know what mine is. I don't know it what mine is. It should be the same so as mine. At Zach underscore Okay, yeah. NSS. It's at Zach underscore NSS. There you go. Oh, God, that hurt. <laughs> and then mine is at will underscore NS. See, it's, you're having trouble too. Why? No, I didn't. I just read it off my Twitter. <laughs> That's what I had to do. I had to pull mine up to make sure I had it right. I'm That's so confused on mine. Why am I getting a promotion from Twitter about a quarter pounder from McDonald's? I don't want McDonald's. I'm fat enough. Thank you. Your expansion pack going along just fine, huh? Man, no kidding. It's cold out. You know, got to warm up. <laughs> uh, no comment. Get your expansion packs today. That's right. <laughs> At naturalstatesports.com. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I don't know if that's what you can find. There, I bet. I'm going to get on the website in the back office and it's going to say, keyword search for expansion pack. <laughs> hey, 
feel like there's a sponsorship opportunity here. There could be. <laughs> What's You're the, welcome. Roman, him, what are those? <laughs> they whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just saying, expansion pack. I mean, it yeah. all falls in the same place. I think there's some opportunity here. Possibly. Yeah. So, again, make sure you are liking, <laughs> subscribing. <laughs> uh, if you like this banter of weirdness that we talk about every week. You know what? I'm not even sorry. <laughs> I'm not even. So, um, if you like it, like, share, subscribe. If you don't, tell us why. If you love it, tell us why. If you like it, I don't care. We need some feedback here from folks. I mean, I think we have more than 10 listeners now, so maybe some of y'all could tell us how much you hate us or love us. I don't know. So that would be fantastic. Confound on any other uh, any other social media platform by searching Natural State Sports. And uh, we're on all of them. That doesn't mean we're active on all of them, but Facebook, Twitter, Instagram seem to be wherever you can find us the easiest. We are going to be active at some point on all of them. We yes. don't know when. I'm working on that. So anyway, as we move on, Arkansas, as you said, went one and one last week. Um, Were we really surprised by that, though? Not. I mean, I personally did predict us to go 2-0, and oh, so of course they're going to let me down. I'm wrong on every prediction, though, it seems like. Who's our head coach? Eric Musselman. In football? Oh, are we talking about football now? I thought we were talking about basketball. You said you were wrong on everything, so I was trying to make sure uh, we know. Sorry, you lost <laughs> me. I'm playing on my computer over here. I wasn't paying attention. Okay, I got to ask y'all. Did y'all see the shirt that Musselman had on today Is his interview? I have missed that. I missed that. I saw it's, I so caught the back end of it. shirt, okay? Nice. And it says, Body by Bacon. Yes. yes. I need that shirt. <laughs> shirt. I need that shirt for sure. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, going back, man, that Mississippi State game was um, disturbing, frustrating, make you want to throw stuff at the TV. Yeah, just a little. I mean, when you look at the numbers, Arkansas shot 48% from the field. Mm. Mississippi State shot 39% from the field. Uh, Arkansas was only 20% from three, though. That's where they got. That's where they absolutely got killed. Uh, Mississippi State was 32%. The other spot was on the free throw line. Arkansas only shot 11 free throws to Mississippi State's 31. Mississippi State made 87% of those free throws. Was that at Starkville? It was, and it was, it was a little bit questionable as to as to why um, the game was. Again, I'm not. I've said this before. I'm not one to blame the officials for a loss, and and I and I certainly don't think the officials cost us to lose this game. But there's some there's some there's some glaring questions when you start thinking. I mean, Arkansas obviously did not shoot the ball well, but I remember. And since I, we was, let me ask you this though, Steve, while you're looking that up. Since when is breathing on a player considered a foul? Well, you know, my argument previously had been that, you know, some of these other teams have worked inside a lot. And so, you know, working inside, you'd think they're going to be more physical. They're going to get more opportunities for calls. But, I mean, that really wasn't the case in this one. I mean, this was uh, this was a situation. Um, I mean, Arkansas won. Uh, won I, haven't, I can't remember the name. I couldn't find the numbers. I was looking for them. But um, I know we had a pretty, pretty, pretty big advantage on points in the paint, which is surprising considering who we played and how they beat us. Um, but again, rebounding, I mean, we absolutely got killed by, well, not, again, it wasn't bad. We lost 10, 41 to 31. So it wasn't a huge difference there. When you look at the statistics, I mean, you think, okay, seven point game. It doesn't look like we should have lost um, as bad as we did. Arkansas was called for 23 fouls. Mississippi, Mississippi state only what 15. So, I mean, <sighs> I don't know, man. That game was just odd. It just it, it had a weird flow to it. Mississippi State really took care of business inside as they needed to. Um, you know, they had a massive size advantage, like most most will. Uh, Reggie Perry ended up with what twenty six. Let's see here, 
So Reggie Perry played 33 minutes. He was 14 of 15 from the line, uh, just under 50% from the field. I mean, he absolutely just killed Arkansas. 26 points, um, 13 total rebounds. So, I mean, and this is a guy that was committed to Arkansas for a long time and has now been a thorn in Arkansas' side since. That he, just that whole his whole recruitment was. Just, he took the money and ran. Yeah, he did. So, but and, you know, and, and, and I would be remiss to mention. Now we know why Isaiah Joe has been a little off. Yeah, so I mean, you know, you think about the the TCU game, and obviously he was—I mean, what was he in the? Uh, he was two for thirteen from the field in the Mississippi State game. So I mean, he he was definitely and has been struggling for a couple of weeks now. Um, but I think you know, obviously, like you said, word came out that he was he got hurt, I guess, during the in the Ole Miss game. In the Ole Miss game, yeah, and then reaggravated in the Mississippi State game, and and but I mean, he's obviously not been himself since the Ole Miss game. So. Definitely, um, you know, it's good to get him some rest. Hopefully this isn't something that's going to linger and that they can get, you know, with some rest and then and, and getting – I know today Musk said that he wasn't he wasn't in the practice plans today, that he was just going to work out with the team doctor. So, you know, hopefully hopefully he's back. And I don't know that he'll be back for this, you know, this game coming up, um, but maybe by the weekend. So, But huge props to Jimmy Witt. Jimmy Witt has really stepped up. Yeah, Jimmy Witt is a is a is a he's a deadly piece to this offense right now. I love his free throw shooting. Oh, I hate it. it <laughs> I, was, I hate everything about his shot. Everything there's nothing <laughs> nice, pretty hey, good about his but shot. But he makes them. I mean, it's not as bad as the guys that shoot underhanded from the free throw line sometimes. So I guess we'll be all right there. Who was there was one at Florida that did that a few years ago that would shoot them underhanded. So I can't remember his name. But yeah, Wits. Yeah, that was that yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. Wits shot is is ugly, but I mean, golly, he was what, nine against Mississippi State. He was, he was nine, nine for of, fifteen. Yeah, twenty points and then uh going back here. Go back a couple more. Nope, I went to I'm like way too many links in now that I've been going through trying to research stuff. Minimize the link. There we go. Stop. <laughs> <That's silly. laughs> so yeah, I mean, when you look at the stats from the um, from that, I mean, from the uh, from the TCU game. So Arkansas played extremely well in the TCU game, and I'll say this: this was part of my thoughts as I was watching the game. This game against TCU was indicative of how good of a coach Eric Musselman really is. So. You take our best player out of the game, and I know that we were talking prior to the game before news came out that Joe was out. You know, we're all picking Arkansas to win pretty handily, or you know, at least you know an eight to ten point game, and that Arkansas wouldn't have much of an issue. And then, um, you know, right, you know, just before the game, I know Will brought it up, and then you know, as word started to to, to leak out that Joe wasn't going to play, I think you know we we were definitely more concerned as to uh, you know what direction the game may go. But to me, to see Must come out. And completely change his, his the style that we were going to play with. So he he definitely Jalen Jalen Harris definitely speeds the game up. Yes, um, he should be the starting point guard going forward. I think now Harris has to learn to play more controlled, but he played extremely well from the point guard. Really facilitated the ball, facilitated the ball well. Arkansas shot fifty four percent from the field in that game, and I think at one point in the second half they were shooting like seventy two percent from the field. So I think I heard that too somewhere. They shot sixty six percent from three. But one point that Mess Must made after the game that I thought was extremely important was when he talked about the fact that, or I guess it was before the game when he was when he was talking with Chuck in the pregame. He he made the comment. He said, "We're going to be smarter about when we take threes and who takes those threes in this game." Arkansas was six of nine from three against TCU. 
nine three-pointers. I've not gone back and looked at the stats, but I've got to imagine that's one of the lowest numbers as far as total threes that we've shot in a game all year. Um, it, it's got to be it, – it's probably not even close. I mean, I, like I said, have to go back some games. But um, we also shot well from the free throw line, 72% from the free throw line. Uh, we only lost the rebounding battle by eight. Um of course, we had more assists at 14. Um, a couple more steals. Would like to see the steals pick back up, though. I think that's where this team um, is, is kind of lacking is, is we seem to foul more. Are yeah. we still – we're still number one against the three in defense, right? Defensive against the three, right? I would assume so. I'd have to go back and look. TCU was a pretty good three-point shoot, shoot, shooting team, and they were 30, <clears throat> 32% in that game. We held them to 32%. So. Well, you and I were watching that game. Well, I guess Will was too. We're um, wrangling his fam. Um yeah, but uh, which, by the way, props for y'all. Thank you for coming out and hanging out with me. Yeah, yeah um, we were there for the food. Yeah, we were. Yeah, uh, but lots of valuable information on Saturday was learned. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't do it. Needless to say, your dad doesn't have much uh, much uh, hope for your car fixing skills. <clears throat> okay, can't before can't I get a, into that can, point. Since you can't change a light bulb. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> Chevy owners can, pro, can 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 attest to this. Oh boy! It takes an act of freaking Congress just to change a light bulb on that truck sitting out there. I can do it, n- no problem. On that Malibu, you gotta take the front bumper off, gotta take the wheel well off, gotta take half the freaking motor mount off just to get to the headlight. Well, that's a car. It's all packed in there. It's no little, kidding. Tire. That's so yes, Chevy I can. Thing. I just choose not to no. because. I got it, It's an all-day thing. I will openly admit that I can't, and that's why they have experts that you pay good money to do that. How long did it take you to do an oil change? That wasn't me. That was Everett, and that's Everett's fault because they're slow and they won't use their other bay because that would make too much sense. Apparently, drop it off. I don't have time to drop it off. They don't give you loaners at Everett. Not for an oil change. So yeah, yeah, it's not fair. So thoughts after these last couple of games, one and one. There was an interesting tweet that came out today. I'm going to pull back up because I forgot to have it up. While you're doing that, so thoughts going forward. We have 12 SEC games left. We are six at home and six on the road. So we're set at 15 and four. So if we go six and six, that puts us at 21 and 10. Yes or no, do we make it into a tournament as a seed higher than an eight seed? Man. Without any SEC tournament wins. Without any SEC tournament wins? Without any tournament Without wins. Without any SEC tournament wins. Boy, that's I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we're the first, one of the first four out. Yeah. At 21 and nah, 10. Not at 21 and 10. I think we're still in, but With I think wins you're... at Indiana, at Georgia Tech, uh, home. They're not first four. I, I think not the first four out. Um, uh, last four in, man. Last four yeah. in. I, I mean, I could see them being on that 10 line at that point. I, I don't – I think if you – Maybe maybe a nine. I, don't, I think even today, bracketology had us as high as a seven. Um, yeah. I, I mean, our net rating is still in the 30s, I think 34, something like that. Uh, so, I mean, we're still in that decent rating. It, I think it all depends, again, uh, how many of the mid-major teams win their tournaments that are not already going because they won the regular season. Right. So let me ask you this. Do you think we'll have, we'll be one of the teams that has to play their way into the tournament? No, I don't think we'll be, I don't think we'll fall to that point. I mean, okay. So of those games left, you got South Carolina at home this week on, what is that? Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night. So, um, no, that's tomorrow night. No, that's Wednesday. Today's what's today? 28th, right? 27th. 27th. Oh shoot. I'm a day ahead. Okay. You're yeah, you are. 
So, yeah, so Wednesday we got South Carolina at home. I, I, I like our chances there. Then you go to Alabama. That's not a that's not an overly scary game. No, but it's also not an easy game. Yeah, it's it's, it depends on which it, it depends on which Alabama team shows up. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying it's a win. I just say on the road at Alabama is not not scary. You know, it's it, same as Mississippi State on the if road. We don't have a healthy Joe at Alabama. We don't win. Right. Yeah. You gotta, and again, you like you said, score on the road. I mean, yeah. more so than at home. So well, and a lot of that's too going to depend on what Alabama team shows up. So then you get Auburn at home. The downside of that being is this is a midweek game, um, which brings me to a point not to not to not to veer off, but I I would agree with you that at 21 and 10, I think I really think that they need to get a win in the SEC tournament or two. I don't think you can back your way through the tournament as as a team that's basically 500 in conference and still still have a shot. So I I think that um, I think they do need to get a win in the tournament in the SEC tournament to feel pretty good about their seeding. Um, but yeah, I mean a six and six split, 21 and 10, a win or no wins in the tournament. I think this is a nine ten seed team. Um, I don't think it'll be a play in game. So, but I mean, because there's some interesting games. You get Tennessee twice still. Um, you got to go to Florida. Um, you get Missouri twice, which is nice. You get Missouri twice? You get Missouri twice. Okay, so I say that we probably, I forget we get Missouri twice, and then we also have. So I think if we can win all the home games and win at Missouri and maybe even Alabama, so that can put it at eight and four at 23 and. Eight. Oh, you're a seven seed all day. You're a seven yeah, you're a, seven you're a lock at seven. Yeah, it's amazing what two wins can do as what, far as seeding goes. Yeah, I mean, you think about the home schedule. You got South Carolina, Auburn, Mississippi State has to cut. So that's Tennessee, good. Tennessee, Missouri, Missouri LSU, yeah, LSU at home. So, yeah. I mean, it's a. And then you go. You play. Do we play it at A and M? At A and M to finish so it up. Yeah. yeah. Optimistic William here says <laughs> we could go nine and three. I could see it. I it's if, it's entirely if possible. Joe is healthy, and if our offensive chemistry plays the way it did Saturday, right? And I love Isaiah Joe to death, but he takes some ill-advised threes, and I think that that had a big thing to do with the way the offensive game flowed Saturday. It was he wasn't there. I think that they try and get him the ball too much, and I think with him not on the court. It gives them, it gives the rest of them a, a different mindset. As this offense, you know, I've got to step up and make something happen, right? And instead of just passing the ball around, get it to Isaiah or Mason and let them drive or kick out and you know hit yeah. a three. So I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you look at the stats from uh, from the TCU game without so. So Adrio stepped up. Adrio, you know, Adrio had seven points in 34 minutes, but he also, you know, it's with six rebounds. Cheney, six points in 14 minutes. We really still need a ton more minutes than that out of Cheney. Uh, you know, Mason had 20, but Jimmy Witt back to back 20 point games, and Jimmy Witt played all 40 minutes of that game against DCU, so he didn't sit at all. Uh, Jalen Harris added seven, uh, but six assists, which is big. Seven points, six assists, four rebounds um, in 33 minutes. So Gentile Silla got 30. 15 minutes. I mean, if his game can come around, then then maybe. Uh, Desi played 34 minutes, and man, I mean, he was seven from eight, seven for eight from the field. This dude, I mean, 18 points off the bench. That's big from Desi. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're right. You get guys like that that are that are that are getting getting things done. Um, you know, so I, I wanted to go back to a couple things. Um, one, I guess we'll go back to the so the top 25. So I've stayed out of this argument for the most part all year. I haven't even looked at the just, top 25. Just because, well, I, I haven't either for the most part, other than to argue like that bottom 10 because Arkansas has not been included. 
But there was an interesting tweet that came out from a, I don't know, Northwest Arkansas Scotty, Scotty Bordellin, um, said, filing, filing this under things I don't understand, Texas Tech loses by 11 at TCU, the team that Arkansas just beat, and at home to Kentucky. Picks up 33 votes in this week's AP poll. Memphis went 0-2. They lost by to Tul- at Tulsa by 40 on Wednesday and got 11 votes. Arkansas received three votes. See, I don't, I don't. Okay, I know we're splitting hairs here about the number of votes, but the fact that Arkansas continues to be, you know, to, to not get recognition and to kind of be passed to the side here um, throughout basketball season and, and the things that Muss has been able to do. Again, I know we don't have any high quality wins, at least from the when they when they happen. But you look at what Indiana's done since we beat them. Um, you know, what, they beat uh, Ohio State, right? Did they beat Ohio State? I think they've had some big wins, um, and so you know. To see, you know, Arkansas should be in the top twenty-five right now, in my in my opinion, or at least right on the cusp of getting in. This this team is one of the top twenty-five teams in the country right now. Um, now we'll see. Again, things will work itself out. But I just found it interesting when you look at those stats and you look at how that's kind of worked out where Arkansas stands versus some of these other teams in the top 25. So, you know, we know we've had a lot of movement in the top, the top five. What, what are we on our, like our eighth or seventh or eighth different number one this year? So, right, yeah, I think so. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's been an interesting year. Is it entirely – and, again, I've, I've asked this since that Indiana win, and I'm going to ask it until we finally break it. But is it entirely a bad thing that we're not ranked? I don't, I, well, I don't think this team cares. Well, and I'm asking from a mentality standpoint. I, I don't know, because I don't know that it'll make a difference if this team was ranked, if it would change the mentality of this club. Because, I mean, this team seems to play with a chip on their shoulder no matter what. Right. And a lot of that is just the toughness that Muss has instilled in what this team is. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think it would matter. Maybe they're trying to prove some things. Maybe being in the top 25 would, would relax them a little bit. You know, they've proved that they're there. I don't know. But either way, for the fan, it's more important for us as fans. And But when you look at the numbers and you look at things like – you look at guys like Jeff Goodman out there who who tweets out his stupidity in his top 25 every week and then he comes up with stupid reasons as to why Arkansas shouldn't be in the top 25 or why other teams ahead of them should be in the top 25 even though Arkansas has a better resume – and then he tweets out crap like um, from the Texas Tech-Kentucky game that that was the best environment he's ever been in. I'm like, you purposely, because he hates Arkansas, you purposely you know, took a dig at Arkansas in this scenario by saying, now, I will say this for Texas Tech. The way they have their student section set up and the way it looks on TV is pretty badass. I got. I got to give them credit. It's pretty awesome. Why haven't we changed ours? Because of money. It's the only thing I can think of. I mean, they had so they had theirs like the behind one goal and then wrapped around, and they started doing that thing where they lock arms and start swaying. And I swear, look at that whole building was about to fall down the way they were swaying. It was pretty sweet. That's kind of badass. So I give them. I give them props. But from a from a from and again, <laughs> so this brings me to my 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 other point. Number one. It proves the point, and there's going to be a lot of people who are going to get mad and scream and yell and go ahead and leave your feedback. I don't care, but it lends truth to the fact that when Kentucky and Big Blue Nation comes to, comes to your town, that there's an added edge. Could someone please explain to me how many students were camped out in front of Bud Walton Arena on Saturday? I didn't see no long lines. I didn't see no up, you know, craziness about Pittman and Muss out there delivering breakfast and lunch because it didn't happen. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Well, you made that point last week too. Yeah, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing. This is okay. 
understand this is not me taking a dig at, at fans of the University of Arkansas. This is not me taking a dig at how loud it was on Saturday because from everything that I've heard, it was extremely loud. It was a great crowd. But I think, and I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was, I think it was Mike Irwin because I retweeted it. But I think Mike Irwin tweeted out a picture at some point in the game and was talking about how it was a sellout, but then there were several empty seats throughout the They arena. were at the concession stand. Yeah, okay. Okay, they so, were at the restroom. Okay. Yeah, they were at the merchandise many, stand. They were in hog heaven. Good for them, but that just proves to, that again, proves the point. You, you, you keep your butt in your seat or at your seat, you should be standing. The fact is, is a game against Kentucky, well, yes, don't get me wrong, the game against Auburn, if it was on a Saturday, I'd venture to say, would have a really big buzz around it. But it's still not going to touch what the buzz of Kentucky does. No. Here's my point, and this is what people are missing, because they're so hung up on the Big Blue Nation comment and how they all, everybody's reading into it that Vital means that just because that, you know, that the Kentucky fans are the ones that bring the, the, the loudness and the excitement. The fact is, is that everybody hates Kentucky. Unless, unless you are a Kentucky fan, you hate Kentucky. Like, that's just how it works. Arkansas can never have a real rival because we're too worried about the fact that somebody's going to say something about the other team and give them credit. And so we won't, we can't have a rivalry and be excited about the fact that, yes, it does mean more to play Kentucky in basketball. It does mean more when Arkansas is good, when Alabama comes to town as the number one or two team, or LSU comes to town as the number one or two team, or Ole Miss comes to town and we hate them, or Mississippi State. That's how rivalries are born. That's why no one cares about the Missouri game because I don't care if Missouri beats us by 50 or we beat them by 50. Nobody gives a crap. It's Missouri. This episode of Inside the Natural State is brought to you by Mountain Valley Spring Water. Since 1871, bottled in glass straight from the Washita Mountains. Visit mountainvalleyspring.com today to find your local distributor. Man, did you see the did you catch any of the, the scrimmage this weekend? I didn't get I well, so I want to talk about that a little bit. So good good uh good transition there, sir. I uh, uh I wanted I wanted to read this tweet from from Ryan Folks. Um he is at Ryan Folks. Uh sitting at sitting left of the visitors dugout where Dave Van Horn is at today's scrimmage. He said, I hear a voice to my left. Dave, come here. It's Norm DeBrian. As DVH walks past me, he looks at me and he says, I always come over when Norm calls. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I, I it, 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 it just it dawned on me when I was reading this tweet. There have only been two coaches in Arkansas baseball: Norm DeBryan, Dave Van Horn. Yeah, I mean, it's, without Norm DeBryan, there is no Dave Van Horn. No, not at all. Without Norm DeBryan, there is no Omaha. No, not at all. Have you heard the uh, the interview he does with with Bo Mattingly? Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. That is great. Yeah. Hey, and I mean, I'm not, you know, we're not here to, to I mean, I'm not getting paid for, for this to, to promote another podcast, but man, the hog, the, that, the, uh, the hog pod. There you go. The hog pod with Bo Mattingly. It's really, really good. Yes. They've got some good episodes. I, I don't know that they're all good, but they're, they're, there's several good episodes but, on this. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, and look, hey, this is, I'm, I wasn't even a Bo Mattingly like fan. I, I didn't even, like when he was on the radio, I couldn't stand his show. I was happy when it left the buzz. So, I mean, he's his, done a, he's they, done a really, really good, good job with this podcast. Podcast. Yeah. But no, uh, you know, we've got, we're about what, two weeks out from, from opening day. Yeah. Long, well, yeah. Right at two weeks. I guess. Right at two weeks. Yeah, shoot, um, we are. Man. Uh, February 14th is, yeah. is opening day. Well. Um, and, and apparently Katie's frowning upon the fact that baseball is a Fe uh, Valentine's date. 
But no, I mean, we're, we're, we're almost there. My biggest question that I have surrounding this team is, can we make it to Omaha for a third straight year? <laughs> I don't think it's a, I don't think that's a question. I mean, at this point, this team's really, really, really good. Um, I mean, obviously they're going to have to avoid some things, but in the sec is going to be going to be brutal. But honestly, I mean, you get through the sec and, and, and get to the tournament. Uh, as long as you're a, a top, you know, a top eight, if they can get to the top eight, which, you know, playing in the sec and where they're starting the year out, um, I would think that this would be a top eight seed, so you're going to be home in the in the uh, postseason. So, um, you know, we we here at Inside Natural State, we really want to bring you some more baseball stuff this year. That's why we're teaming up with guys like Kevin Bohannon and and others, and, and kind of excited. I think Kevin's going to join us from a from a writing perspective too on the uh, on the website, and we're going to have him on a lot just for his knowledge from a baseball perspective. Uh, but Ryan, you, you mentioned Ryan, folks, um, not to ruin the surprise, but we'll have Ryan on here uh, in in the next little bit. It, it's going to be a bit, but we're going to have him on the show as well um really excited about that if you guys don't follow ryan i, I highly uh, recommend you find him on twitter at ryan folks and, and give him a follow he is really really good and, and really you know baseball is one of those weird ones man where it's hard to get any good information so having a guy like that 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 can uh that, that really helps keep razorback nation um abreast of what's going on up there in baseball is pretty awesome um a couple of scrimmages the last couple of days and 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 I'm, I'm still in some ryan folks coverage here because he seems to like I said, be the only one that can get us some stuff. Before you get into that, Uh-oh. we have, I, I want to plug, because I think this podcast is going to come out before Saturday. I hope it does. <laughs> Will. Oh, man, Will's about to, <coughs> it's about to get ugly. Wait, 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 wait. You've, you've got time. You've got time. This Saturday, Northwest Arkansas Mall, 4.30 to 6.30. Meet the Diamond Hogs. Both uh, softball and baseball team will be there. Um, natural State will be in attendance. So if you see me in a Natural State polo walking up and down the lanes, say hi. We'll do we'll do a live shoot from there. Um, yeah, uh, cool. we we were there last year. the The way they do this is unlike basketball. It's unlike the football uh, fan days. They line up in this table, like this little square table, in the middle of the mezzanine, right there in the middle of the mall. And I mean, they you hand it to Coach Dave Van Horn, and it ends at the Diamond Hogs at the other end of the square. I mean, yeah. they just they move it right along, and you can take pictures, you can talk. Um, to the players, but I mean, two hours, they're in and out. You're, you're probably looking at about a thousand fans. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I'm sure. So, I, I, I'd love to go. I'm not sure what we have going on this weekend. If you see me and Katie, I will be in a natural state polo. There you go. Well, we got uh, some new ones, so we, we do. And, and maybe you'll have the jacket by then too. So, um, but if you see us there, maybe not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you see us there, don't hesitate to say hi. Yeah, and uh, give us a shout out there, and uh, be great to see all the Razorback baseball fans. Hey, Razorback baseball is for real, guys. And if you haven't been, if you haven't had an opportunity to go to a game, whether it be in the hog pen, uh, regular seats, go see them at Dickie Stevens when they come here for the, what is that, UA, we get UAPB? Yeah, it's UAPB here at Dickie Stevens. Is it? Okay. So, I mean, either way, go catch a game. This 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 team is really, really, really good. And and I think they're going to do a lot of good things. So just just some quick recaps. Um, if you haven't seen them from the, from the scrimmages, um, yesterday's looked to go really well for some guys. Kevin Copps was actually the starter for the red team. Cole Ramage started for the black team um you know both seem to do pretty well interesting defensive alignment for the red team uh dominic thomas started at catcher uh cole austin at first which is kind of where we expect that he's going to end up robert moore at second casey at short nesbitt at third and then bryce matthews was in left curtis washington in center and trey harris in right so um and then interestingly too on the black on the for the black squad i thought this was interesting as well 
They had Casey Tallett starting at catcher. So you had your, your two freshman catchers getting the starts. Casey Opitz, they stuck at first base to start in the uh, uh, for the black in the game yesterday. Zach Gregory got the start at second. Cullen Smith at short. Jesse Pierce at third. And then the kind of the guy of the day yesterday uh, was Braden Webb. Braden absolutely went off, hit a grand slam. Uh, I believe that was his second home run of the day. Uh, that one went into the into the hog pen. Um, this is a guy that uh, I think uh, Caleb on our on our group la- yesterday made the comment that he'd be the newcomer of the year. Before the year started last year, I told a bunch of people, anybody that would listen, that Christian Franklin was the guy to watch. And then he comes out and goes absolutely ham last year and had one heck of a year. So, hey, I like to call it last year. I got to agree, Braden Webb may be the guy that you want to keep an eye on. But, boy – Today, when you see some of the numbers that came out of the uh, the scrimmage today, Robert Moore hit, uh, I think, a home run and a triple um, to open his day up. And and so, um, you know, my concern with Moore is how does he how does he transition from high school ball to to SEC pitchers? Um, there's gonna obviously be be a big big change. I think what you saw um, in terms of Christian Franklin last year and his ability to hit now now Moore is a little more polished of a player than than Franklin is, um, and so he may end up being a much better hitter. He may be close to a 300 hitter. His his infield ability, his his fielding ability is what is going. Going to your people are going to notice uh, your your folks that really watch baseball that pay attention to it. Robert Moore is slick with the ball. He's quick with the ball. He gets it out quick. Um, I know that uh, I'd heard from a uh, from somebody else that. Um, part of the he's, he's still working on the speed uh casey martin i know uh kind of looked at him and said you can speed this up you're slowing me down man so uh, i know that that was that was a comment made in practice so speaking of casey martin did, did you see the picture oh of him God. that's gonna be like i'm putting that as my back yes jeez dude that guy he got some air some elevated man he was up he so. did he got some air yeah but uh no i mean uh we're gonna try to make a couple of games this year i'm um, gonna be at a lot of games this year i'm we're gonna go up for the gonzaga series that's a four game series i think we're gonna try to go up for the Friday Saturday game here. That's the second the series. four game series. Yeah, yeah. Gonzaga's traveling all the way down, so they're going to do a Thursday Sunday series there. So oh, okay. um, that's the second series. So we open with Eastern Illinois, and yeah. then the second yeah, week will be Gonzaga. Um, I'm not exactly sure when when uh, Katie and I are going to go, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we can all. <sighs> Hit up a game sometime. Oh, I, know yeah. we're, I know we're looking at as far as the ACC schedule. I know we're looking at Alabama. Yeah, uh, that Sunday if everything works out right. But uh, no, I mean I'm excited about baseball. Um, again, this is my third year of actually hardcore following it, so yep. um, I'm beginning to understand it just a little bit more. But uh, yeah, man, I mean it's 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 almost here. Yeah, we're getting close. I mean, like you said, a couple weeks away. Don't um, use that. Phrase. What phrase? We're getting close. Well, that's different than we're close. <laughs> <laughs> and this, we're, we're getting close to the season starting. No, so. but uh, I mean, can you imagine? And, and before we get into football recruiting and all that, because I know you've got a few notes, don't you? I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I got a little bit more on baseball too. So, can you imagine you quit cutting me off over there, I'm Jack Wagon? Sorry. <laughs> My birthday, I can do it. I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can you imagine? No, I'm sorry. Did you say something over there, William? I heard a grumble. Like, <laughs> 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 did, did Will just growl at me? I think he did. I think he did. <laughs> Easy, big fella. But yeah, so I mean, it was a it, it, it was a solid. Another <laughs> you cut him off. Totally missed that. <laughs> sorry, there was silence, and I was not expecting. <laughs> but no, can you can you oh, imagine? Man. Can you imagine in the not too distant future when all three of the major sports, basketball, baseball, and football are all back to prominent. I mean, when I said baseball, but I mean, 
Just give me respectability at this point in football, and I'll be happy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, think about it. They're, they're getting there. Yeah. They talk. Come on now. Come on now. We don't know where they're getting, but you're now, you tell me not to say it. We're getting, we don't, we don't even know what we got going. So, but no, I mean, so on the baseball side today, they hit, uh, the hogs hit five out, uh, Christian Franklin with another oppo taco. Uh, you had, I think Herstad Kerstad hit a couple out. Um, let's see. Yeah. He hit two oppo tacos in the, in the scrimmage today. And then, um, and of course, uh, uh Moore also had one. So really productive offensively. We 100% expect the offense to carry this team especially early on hey you can't do that with that mic it'll fly so i'd be careful you turn it to the side and it's gone so um but offensively i think early we we expect this team to really blow up and then uh go after that i think the the pitching will catch up but really excited to see what this offense has to bring to the table so give me your and again we'll we'll jump into this later but give me your your player to watch this year Man, again, I think I'm going to agree with Caleb to an extent. I, I'm going to. I really, I, I really like Braden Webb. This guy was a, a JUCO All American. He had almost 500 in JUCO ball. Um, again, there's a difference between JUCO ball and college and, and, and high major, especially SEC ball, as far as the pitching he's going to face. But these are guys that'll get a chance to really do some damage early on and get their rhythm. So, I like Braden Webb. Left fielder again. Franklin was the left fielder last year. I told everybody to keep an eye on. So um, I think I'm going to stick with Webb, but maybe maybe I'll bring this conversation up again next week and I'll and I'll, and I'll let you know. So because um, I don't know. I mean, I like Webb a lot, but I do believe that if they find that Sunday guy. Um, it, it could be interesting as well. You get a really good, a really good number three because we don't really know where that's standing. But from an offensive standpoint, I think Webb is going to be special. Leadoff hole probably for this team and a guy that's got serious power and is a great hitter. So this is a guy that could that could hit that 350, 400 mark this year without much without much of an issue. So we'll see if it happens. But that's that's who I really like this year. Nice. So all what right. else you got over there, big fella? Well, so. Gotta 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 remind the folks where to find us. Can we can we remember this? Wait wait wait. Find us. I can't even find me half the time. <laughs> Shut up, Will. <laughs> We're used to it. So on Twitter at Steve underscore NSS at Zach underscore NSS. Looky there, I remember. At Will underscore NSS. This should not be that hard. We know our names. Like really, <laughs> like, why is it so difficult? Like, share, subscribe, review, review on your favorite podcast apps. Are you, you kidding? kidding? My bad. <laughs> you can do a little fight with a mic am, over there. I got the hand movements going over here, and I'm I'm like karate chopping the mic and shit. So it's okay. I banged my head my on it last week. You know. Well, you were like scratching your face with it a minute ago, and I'm like, and then you're rubbing your shoulder on it. Like, dude, is this your new best friend over there? The mic's your best friend. Just kidding. <laughs> oh well, you might want to mark yours uh, since we're moving them. Tonight. Oh, this is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> not like not like this. <laughs> Setting up a new studio this week, and so it should be should be interesting to see how that works out for yeah. next week. But um, but yeah, so like, share, subscribe, review, tell your friends about us. Even if you think we suck, tell your friends about us so they can tell us how to do better. You know um, the, the the cool part, um, and you and I going on on social media that is on the queue. Um, you and I experienced this a few months ago when we were at Colorado State. We all ate at uh, uh, the Catfish Hole, shameless plug, up there in, in Fayetteville. And walking through, there was a couple of college kids 
that wanted a high five from us because right. they did the hog call. Yeah. Later on that day, they tagged us, and it was they said that was cool to have natural state sports. We're starting to get recognized. Come on, y'all, give us a shout out. We'll be out out and out and about. Find us, find Zach, find find Will. Although he's the he's the hidden face. You may not you may not be able to. Find That's Will. a face for radio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, I got a face for radio. I ain't even going to argue that. So, um, getting back to uh, a little bit of recruiting news. Um, shoot, I had this pulled up. I'm I'm gonna um, I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna go backwards here. Sorry, guys. So um, we start looking forward. Arkansas is coming off of a big recruiting weekend. Like I said, I'm gonna go backwards. So I'll pull that information up here in just a second. Um, but uh, this is actually a huge weekend coming up from a recruiting standpoint. First off, I, I'm going to go ahead and give an apology because I did not get the recruiting show out last week. Um, you guys can all uh-huh. punch me in the head. I've, I've actually heard from a few folks that are not happy about that. So um, you want him? To, you want this one, or you want me to take this one? Yeah, I'm going to let you. We've come it. to expect this. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. So I promise it's coming. No, no, no. The other. When, when, uh, it, it, there, there'll be a show out this week. I'm not going to guarantee it'll be Wednesday because I may have to pre-record it um, just to get it out. So I'll let you know for sure. But I will have a show because we are now one week away from National Signing Day. During um, the day, if you have some time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is so, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm, I have better... live during the day. I mean, it doesn't matter. There's yeah. a lot of live shows out there in the day. That, well, and that's what I'm going to have to do is just, um, like I said, we're setting up a new studio at my house um, <laughs> this week. And so once I get that set up, I should be able to sit down and, and have some private space to go to. So, um, yeah. So recruiting show will come out. So this information that I'm giving you tonight, um, you'll be able to find. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, big, big weekend this weekend. Um, so with it being a leap year and with the, with the dead period rules, um, the, the dead period actually begins two days prior to signing day, but doesn't lift until the end of February, which is the 29th because it's a leap year. So because of that, Arkansas has two opportunity has, has two choices here. They can do a junior day this weekend, or they got to wait till March to do a junior day. So Pittman and, and, and these guys have what, decided what's a junior day. So you're bringing all your two B juniors uh, on the uh, campus guys that you really want. So some big names that are going to be up on there. So, uh, uh, Drayden Norwood corner out of Fort Smith, Hunter Watt, Washington, a corner out of Katy, Texas. Uh, Terry Wells out of Wynn. Uh, Cole Joyce, a linebacker from Bentonville. Um, some of the bigger names that are also, I think uh, it is a junior day, uh, but the entire, I swear the entire Joe T. Robinson football team is going to be up there, um, including Emarion Harris, who is an absolute monster. If you haven't seen this guy, haven't heard of this guy, um, he is a class of 2022. He is 6'5", 307 pounds. He's been that size since like the eighth grade. This kid is a monster. Tom Lemming has rated him as a five-star from like the day he started playing football. Like this kid is an absolute monster. He's had offers from Alabama, Arkansas, all the majors. Saban was looking at him when he was a freshman. So, I mean, or as, 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 a, as a sophomore, as, a, uh, as an eighth grader. So... That that class is really good in the state. A ton of talent. Um, now, it's, what you got? I, I, I just sense. had a question. Um, any of the guys that decommitted while Morris was here, have we heard if they're looking or thinking about recommitting? So I think at this point, the only one um, that we've really got on a commitment watch uh, that we're waiting to hear anything about that was that was previously committed to the staff um, was uh, – uh, Savion Williams. Um, Savion is a uh, wide receiver out of Texas um, that looked pretty good. I know Mike Woods hosted him last weekend, um, and in the he he was on an official not this past but the weekend before. Um, 
from all indications, the visit went well. Now I know he was at, uh, I believe SMU this or TCU this weekend. Um, and then, uh, he got an offer from Texas, which may throw a wrench into everything. He's a Texas kid. So we'll see how that works. Uh, cause currently Arkansas has no wide receivers committed. Um, they had a, uh, they had a four star, uh, that was committed to, that is committed to Alabama, um, in this weekend. Don't have a good feel there. I don't think Arkansas is going to be able to flip him. Just some of the words that some of the things he had to say after his visit didn't sound overly promising. Um, and then go into this weekend's visit list a little bit, then I'll talk about last weekend. But um, Arkansas signee linebacker Cottrell Wallace will be here for his official uh, Brownsville Haywood wide receiver. Now, this is a big one. Darian Williamson is a four-star wide receiver out of LaGrange, Georgia. Um, three-star on – it's 24-7, but he's kind of across the board. Uh, uh, I think a couple other sites have him as a four. But he's a 6'3", 190-pound wide receiver that was committed to Tennessee. He decommitted today. He's set to officially visit this weekend. Um, is that and, the one you tweeted about earlier? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, he is – or I'm sorry, I take that back. This has him set – no, that is correct. I'm, okay, I'm an idiot. So he just came off of a Florida State – visit and he'll be at Arkansas this weekend. Um, so his position coach that he committed to at Tennessee is now at Florida state. Um, I think it's going to be extremely hard for Arkansas to flip him or, well, it's not even a flip anymore at this point. It looks like he's probably headed to Florida state. Um, so I think that, um, that'll be a tough one for us to flip. I think that, uh, but you never know. I mean, he's had a, he's, he, he has, he's had a, a relationship with Justin Stepp since he was in the ninth grade. So, I mean, this is a kid that, you know, possibly we could get, but I just I, – I, I don't have a good feel there. Um, that's the only other really option they have at wide receiver at this point. Uh, you know, uh, Darren Turner is a guy that committed as an athlete back, and he's already signed and is a, he's on campus. Um, he could transition to wide receiver, but uh, we'll see how that works out. Um, defensive lineman Andy Boykin out of Watson Chapel and uh, safety and preferred walk-on Kevin Compton Jr., um, who was actually given a preferred walk-on offer from uh, Harrison is expected – or I'm sorry, from uh, from Watson Chapel is expected to be on campus. And then Harrison linebacker, also preferred walk-on Brooks Both, um, is also expected to be on campus. So um, – and another preferred walk-on in Jackson Woodard out of uh, Little Rock Christian. So that's your visit list for this weekend. I'll put that visit list out on our Facebook page as well um, with their, you know, with, with their listings. Um, but a big junior day, big, big, uh, big weekend. In other recruiting news, Arkansas, no commitments out of this weekend. Um, you know, nothing big there. Robert Scott did commit to uh, our, uh, Robert Scott, the Conway offensive lineman who's been committed to Ole Miss, did in fact flip, but not to Arkansas. As today, he made the announcement that he's going to go to Florida State. Um, first off, Arkansas fans, if you're out there flipping out or or trying to go after Robert Scott for his decision, remember one thing, he was never interested in Arkansas. He wants out of the state of Arkansas. It's been well known that he wants out of the state of Arkansas. Chad Morris did not put any kind of pressure on this kid to come to Arkansas. Um, and we had some opportunities here, but as good as Pittman is, um, he's had a relationship with Norvell at old, at, when he was at Memphis. Now Norvell goes to Florida State, a much bigger program with a much better option. Scott was never really a great option for Arkansas, and uh, he made – I mean, at the end of the day, he made the decision with the with, with the folks that he had the better relationship with. So uh, good luck to, to Scott as he, as he heads to Florida State. Um, that means Arkansas has got to really make a push on the offensive line. Um, 
Another guy um, to keep an eye on, Marcus Henderson. He's been a guy that's been on campus a few times, four-star offensive lineman out of Memphis. Arkansas was in his home this afternoon um, to, uh, to for an in-home visit with Pittman and Brad Davis. So, um, man, this is a guy they got to have. Not getting Robert Scott Hurts. Um, again, haven't heard a whole lot on the Broderick Jones situation, um, the, the five-star of Georgia, so I don't see a whole lot of, whole lot of movement there. So um, what is happening? He's at it again. I see that? I don't know why. Why are we go? Why are we go? Dear God. So anyway, <laughs> that wraps up the recruiting segment of this uh, this podcast. But um, I can't tell if he's bored or just trying to throw us off. He's tired of hearing me talk. So he's ready. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Holster that thing, damn it! Oh lord! Where you put somebody's eye out? Hey, what's it gonna take to get a sponsorship from Big Red? Like I have this cup here every single night that we record, just right there. I don't know. We gotta talk to our marketing guy. I know. Right? Wait, who's that? We have one of those. <laughs> Wait, that's all of us. I yeah, it's all of us. <laughs> We're all on that one. <laughs> what, what are you looking at me for? He's the one that brought it up. Hey, you, you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but so I mean, all in, so so as far as everything as we can tell from the weekend, it seemed that the uh, the visits went pretty well. So, um, you know, we had some guys that seemed to have a good time, like you know Scott, who ended up going elsewhere. That's going to happen, but uh, with a week and a half left here before signing day, we'll see where this where this class ends up. I think the last I saw, they were forty eighth. Let me take a look at that real quick, and then we'll move on. I promise. I've been watching this um, former Clemson quarterback, Todd Boyd. Buddy, I've got a tweet pulled up right here in front of me. Is it the same one I'm looking at? Probably. Though y'all pulled the plug too quick. Yes. One? Yes. Man. <laughs> just, man. That's exactly the one I showed Will just a minute ago. And just. I'm just here scrolling through the comments going, <laughs> are, are, are we for real right now? Man, I'm just. Whew. So so Arkansas is currently ranked 46th in the nation. I think when Pittman took over, they were 118th in the nation. Um, so doing a really good job of moving that number up. Still 12th in the SEC. Uh, last year, they only finished 10th in the SEC. So, I mean, and that was with Morris having a full year to do his thing. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I like where we stand right now. I think Arkansas will probably sign – what are we at right now? We, I think we're at like 18. Oh, my God, he lives. Yeah, he does live. Yeah, let's see, 9, 16. I mean, I'm showing 16 plus two transfers, so that would be 18 total. Um, I think they'll end up – I've heard they, they may bring in 25. I think you're probably going to see – four or five more and, and I'll go over that a little bit more as we uh, as we get closer so you're you're day, expecting so. some kind of <laughs> excuse me um you're expecting some kind of a couple of surprises at least. I wouldn't say surprises. There's just some guys. I mean, there were guys on campus such as uh, Malik Hornsby this past weekend, the four-star quarterback. Um, he's not making a decision until National Signing Day. Uh, Dixon's another guy. C.J. Dixon's another guy, another quarterback that was on campus, and really, he's waiting to hear what the uh, what uh, what happens with Hornsby. I did read an interesting. I think it was on. I want to say it was on Hog Sports or one of those one of the, one of the sites um, that uh, they asked a, another um, they asked if they asked if there was a uh, another quarterback who had planned to visit this weekend um, and he said no um, I've been told by the staff that they're expecting com- a commitment from a certain quarterback but wouldn't say who so um, 
odds are that's probably Hornsby at this point. He is visiting Baylor next weekend, so you know maybe they make a push there. But um, I think that with Riles and that relationship, I think that's kind of a set deal. So, again, not a surprise, but Hornsby's not making a decision until then. Brandon Frazier, big tight end, um, who was committed to Arkansas, he's a guy to keep an eye on. Um, things do seem to be trending more towards Auburn. Um, he did have a good visit here this weekend. He cut it a little short. He was only here for a few hours, um, but he knows everything he needs to know about Arkansas. So, Is it normal for recruits to cut visits short? Well, I think it, it just depends on the situation. I think in that situation, he's been here so often that he knows, you know, he okay. knows what he's, he knows what he's getting into. He just really wanted to spend time with the, well, it's like, I, like I said, I, I, you know, I'm not real keen on, on recruiting. So, yeah. you know, I'm dumb. And, and again, I'm, I'm openly willing to admit to admit that. And, and well, that's why we do the show. I mean, and, and that's why we try to put some stuff out is it's, it is a, you know, this is a situation where we're trying to, to, to inform folks. That's why right. we want more on the baseball side. We want to get more out on the recruiting side. You know, we like to have fun. We like to, you know, we like to BS Pick around on me. And, um, and yeah, that, but um, <laughs> you know, it, it's still, we want to be informative as well. And, and hopefully we're doing that, you know, and if there's more that you guys want to hear um, or more information you want us to cover then let us know well um, here's here's the thing if it weren't for the fans we would not be here doing what we love that's right and i promise we're trying to shorten these podcasts up um even if it means that uh we may have to put a second podcast out or later in the week that we may start doing that so it might just be me and my beautiful voice that you hear but we'll see how that works out that's dangerous uh, in it though so um but I mean, I, look, I've seen I've seen people with the skies falling tweets that that the recruiting's going terribly right now. But yeah, I think it's about what we can expect. And and you know, if if they somehow get Broderick Jones on board, great. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but they, if they can get Frazier to jump back on board, Allen Horse is another tight end that uh, was committed to Arkansas that's decommitted. So um, so I mean, I think we're. I think we're, uh, you know, I think we're in a good place. There's a couple of guys that we'll be looking for. Frazier's going to make a, a decision here in the next week or so. So, um, but again, National Signing Day is next Wednesday. So, should be uh, should be an interesting uh, should be an interesting day. I do, and I will re- I will reiterate this next Monday. But I do plan to. I will be live at different times next Wednesday. Um, I'm going to try to get some times uh, set up for announcements, and then that way that we can. Uh, figure out how to maybe stream some of that stuff or at least get the information out as it comes out. So um, we'll go live, even if it's just for short snippets next Wednesday during National Signing Day to get some stuff out there. So be looking for that. As long as you keep us updated. Well, just follow follow along on the website. You'll know what's coming. There so, you go. But uh, anyway, guys, um, moving on a little bit as we close up here. Uh, get ready to close up shop. <coughs> Anything exciting you got looking forward to this next week? Something exciting that's already happened. Uh-oh. John Oliver got his Twitter suspended. <laughs> oh, you man. told me we little, weren't going to mention I just, that. I just looked and at you, but fanboy accounts. And, I know, man. So, I mean, why did do we know exactly why? Or at this point, do we care? I, I've you know I've heard a lot of people kind of assume that it's because of the music that he had in his videos. Have you talked to your? Uh, <clears throat> Insider on Twitter. I did, and he doesn't know anything. I didn't so. even think about that, but yeah, I mean, he was using all kinds of copyright and music. Yeah, so yeah. well, you know, that's I don't know how many of you guys know who Jesse Hayes is. Um, yeah, you know, Jesse had a bit of a cult following the on Twitter. I, I, well, he's not really. Well, he's not a weather guy, yeah. but he... So I've known Jesse for years. I used to work with Jesse when he was a, an assistant manager at Lowe's. Shameless plug. So, oh, well, I mean, Jesse and I have just known each other a lot. <laughs> he's a good dude. Um, I like Jesse a lot. and uh, You don't want to mention your other cult cult cultivist? Which one's that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, well, that doesn't count. Well, that's just his alternate personality. <laughs> yeah, that's my other yeah, that's true. So, 
<laughs> but no, um, Jesse, Jesse's good people. And Jesse did a, you know, you were talking about the weather guy. I mean, he was the storm chaser. He, you know, he, and he, he wasn't afraid of, he's not afraid of me. I'm talking like he's dead. He's not dead. He's just not on Twitter anymore. Um, but he just really, really, really good dude. <laughs> he's not dead. He just went home. He's just social media dead. So, but he's still on Facebook and he does, he, he's got his photography is awesome. And I, and I'm giving a shameless plug to this guy who probably doesn't even listen to our, maybe he listens. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just always ask him, do you ever sleep? Cause this dude would chase tornadoes till like three in the morning and then he's still a store manager at Lowe's and then he'd go take pictures at like there. Tornadoes insane. are fun to chase. I do. I oh, used to do, I've been doing it since I was probably 17, 18 years yeah, old. It's, it's a lot of fun. So, um, but anyway, so back to the original point. Um, yeah. Somehow John Oliver has been suspended from Twitter. And, what, what, what got me though about that whole situation is just, he, he's been suspended from Twitter, but all of his fan accounts oh, they're are gone. Are gone. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing. Look, this guy, if he really wants an opportunity to play football, he just needs to focus on the Juco route, get his grades, right. Get his head, right. Get away from some of these, some of this stuff that he's been being fed over here and, uh, and just, and just move on. So, um, anyway, uh, so big, big, big fun coming up this Sunday though. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. No, I know you Patriots and Cowboys fans don't, don't, don't have anything. To look, be Hey, I'm, look, I'm going to say something. I six rings, 20 years. Oh, no, shut up. Spots. Six rings, 20 We're never going to hear the end of it. But here's the thing about, uh, about my Cowboys. They right? make the playoffs again for the next 20, but hey. yeah, oh, well, yes, yeah. they will. <laughs> they play in the AFC East. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, he's got a point there. Cowboys playing the NFL, well, NFC East, and they didn't make the playoffs. Well, no, so. but here's, but but again, again, we uh, look. I love my Cowboys, whether they suck, whether they're good, whether they're champions, whether they're not. Mike McCarthy is a good coach, but we have dealt with Jason Garrett so long <coughs> that I'm I'm still weary. So yeah, my I love my Cowboys. I'm still going to cheer for them. Jerry Jones is still the owner, but but we've we've got a long way to go. Yeah. With I mean, that being said. Steve, I'd like your permission to join Niner Nation for just one day. I guess we'll take it for Sunday. Yay! We'll take a few more fans. I mean, I don't know. Which I mean, I, mean, I don't have I don't have anything against the Chiefs. This no. is gonna be this is gonna be one heck of a Super Bowl. <laughs> but I mean, my secondary team has been and always will be the Niners. It's been that way since late '95, '96. See, I don't even know how that's possible as a Cowboys fan. But anyway, we talked about that earlier. I'm I'm so confused because. Okay, anyway, I mean, I can understand, you know, loving Joe Montana and Steve Young, but they kicked your Cowboys butts all the time, so I don't understand what you're – I can't see how that's your second favorite team. But, hey, to each their own, man. But, yeah, looking looking forward to the Super Bowl. Of course, I've got the Niners, and then I'm going to be screaming on TV. So, um, really excited. Um, Did you guys see, by the way, that uh, the Chargers cut way or or parted ways with with Phillip Rivers today? So, I did not see that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's big. Like, I don't know what their plan is going forward because do they even have a backup for Rivers? I don't pay attention to them. But I don't think so. Yeah, but they so they. Eli going. Manning has officially retired. Yeah, that's good though. He needed to. Um, is do y'all think he's Hall of Fame worthy? Yeah, I do. Some don't. I do. I don't. Let's hear it. Come on. The lucky catch. It didn't count. Well, no. He's he's yeah, the he's the only quarterback that. that can beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Well, no defenses beat Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, he Eli didn't even beat the Patriots defense. He didn't even show up in the <clears throat> Super Bowl and was in a commercial, and he, Patriots still lost. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is Cowboys oh, stuff. Man. This, is, this is why Cowboys fans think. I've had nothing to cheer about in the postseason for 25 freaking so, years, man. Eli Manning, Hall of Fame. 
if you take his last five years as a starter out because the management of the Giants are just stupid, horrible idiots, whatever name you want to call them, he would be Hall of Fame worthy. But that's not how careers work. You take the bad with the good. And if you include those bad five years, I don't know if... I mean, if you look at his statistics, yardage, passing, touchdowns, that kind of stuff, and the two rings, then yes, he's a Hall of Famer. But when you include win-loss record, he's borderline. I mean, if, I... So, I, yeah. put his stats with um, the name Brandon Allen. Yeah. Is he Hall of Fame worthy? But d- does that Manning name carry extra no, weight with him? I don't. I don't think the Manning. I mean, I'm looking at his stats right here in front of me right now. And I mean, so since 2008, he has not had a he's not had a season under. He's only had two seasons under 60 percent completion percentage. One of those in 2012 was 59.9 percent. So I mean, he, he's a career 62 uh, percent passer. Um, he's got or sick. Well, I take that back. He's a career sixty percent passer. He's got fifty-seven thousand passing yards, three hundred sixteen touchdowns to two hundred forty-four interceptions. Um, you know, he's got two Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, look, I I think he's I think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know that he's a he's not a first, you know, but he this guy's a Hall of Famer. I think I think he deserves to be there. Um, I think he's done enough for the game, and uh, I mean, statistically, I think he's he he's he's been pretty great. So. Um, so yeah, I, I'd, I'd say Eli's a Hall of Famer. Um, oh, oh, I thought we had something, but he's. Just I, I was waiting on off. it. I know, right? So, all right, guys. Well, it's been fun. Yes, it has. It has been fun. I've enjoyed it. And until next week, we'll see what uh, what 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 the Hogs bring us this week with games against uh, with, with two big games this week. So um, we'll see uh, how the Hogs fare. We got South Carolina and what Alabama this week, right? Yeah, yeah. So South Carolina at home at Alabama this weekend. Um, what's your pick, South Carolina? What you got at home? I'm gonna go with the, my favorite score so far, 76-72 Arkansas. <laughs> I don't even need a score, but so you got Arkansas. Will who you got? Hogs seventy four sixty. Ooh, so I'm not going to give a score, but I do think the Hogs win it. Oh my goodness, we're dropping stuff. So I like. I the- told you if you didn't holster that thing, you'd put somebody's eye out. I like. I like. I definitely like the Hogs. <laughs> oh, I like the Hogs on on Wednesday to get the job done against South Carolina, and then they travel to Tuscaloosa for Saturday's game at Alabama. No score. Who you got? Arkansas. Who you got? Bama. I'm gonna go Arkansas because I hate Bama that much. Yep. So, I'll, again, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna pick Arkansas to have another two win week. Um, next week things get a little tougher with Auburn and Mizzou. So, um, but uh, but yeah, I like the Hogs' chances this week. All right, guys. Well, until next week, we'll see you. Woo pig. Woo pig.